How's it going, folks? Welcome to another episode of The Fat Podcast. I am your host, Yarmin. And if you are new to this podcast, first of all, I'd like to welcome you. Thank you for um, checking out this podcast and seeing what it's all about. Um, This podcast is basically me just talking about what my passions are. Um, And those passions include health, automobiles, and tech. Um, If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, please check those out. Um, The first episode was me interviewing my now fiance on her YouTube career and the advantages and disadvantages of that. And, you know, just basically just um, picking her apart on some cool nuggets that I found out um, from being with her that I felt like was very important to share. Um, the second episode was in regards to business. It's one of my, you know, favorite passions. It's, um, I kind of just spoke to a good friend of mine, Pedro, and we just kind of just went off each other's vibe talking about business. And then the third episode was in regard to automobiles, which is a huge topic of mine. Um, I kind of just went through and asked my brother to be a part of the podcast and kind of just asked him, Hey, if he wanted to jump on, he was, you know, all for it. And we just kind of spoke cars. It is a very lengthy podcast. So if you guys are not into cars, I am not offended because we kind of just kept talking and talking for two hours and it was fun. And this is what this is all about. So, um, today we're going to talk about health and I find health to be really, really important. Um, And it's one of those things that um, I think everyone should prioritize. And and I don't know, from just meeting people, I feel like people either prioritize it more or prioritize it less. Um, Today, I'm just going to talk about why I think it's important and kind of my opinions on that. Um, First off, like I am not a medical professional. I am not any sort of doctor. I have no certifications in whatsoever on anything. Um, these are just my opinions. Um, you can choose to take the advice if there's any advice given. Um, but I am just going to really just talk about what I think about and what got me into being into fitness and making me prioritize it in my life. Um, I feel like in life, there's a lot of challenges you confront yourself in and, and, from an aspect of just thinking of like, hey, like, how am I going to survive these challenges? I think fitness plays a vital role into that. Um, Specific to fitness, I feel like that there's two things that get triggered when you confront a challenge. And that's the, and I feel like that could be either a physical state or an emotional state. And the blending of those two is what Um, in my opinion, allows you to persevere and kind of break through those challenges that you may confront yourself in. Um, So that being said, um, you know, like the way I think of fitness and things of that sort is just, um, it's not really a numbers game for me. It's more of just like being able to set a goal and being able to discover what your specific body is capable of doing. Um, I'm not really always impressed. Um, Granted, like I'm not trying to belittle like amazing Olympic athletes and what they can do, but it's more of being self-aware of what your body can do and what you want your body to do. 
um, for your specific life and for your specific lifestyle, you know, um, you know, when I think about fitness or being able to work out like, or having a personal trainer or whatnot, like a lot of people, um, are, can be afraid of hitting specific targets or being afraid that they're not enough to do something. And that's one of the biggest misconceptions that like, um, for any person that I encounter that's afraid to work out or afraid to, um, do anything, um, in terms of staying active. Um, that's one of those things that I like to eliminate. Um, when I'm, when I hear that tone coming out of somebody, cause it's, in my opinion, it's, it's really a sad mentality to be in. Um, and I feel like we should all just, you know, enjoy what our bodies can do and what, you know, um, the, the, the capabilities of what that entails of, you know, like I'm not trying to really just get into, um, how much a person could deadlift or squat, or can you like deadlift 500 pounds or, or bench press, like double your body weight or something like that. You know, it's more of like, like I said before, it's more on the physical things that you want your bodies, you want your body to do. And the physical things that life just demands of us, you know, whether it's carrying a bag of groceries up the stairs and, you know, not being out of breath or, um, being able to basically just help like a friend move from house to house, you know, and, and, and using your body to do, um, certain things in life. Um, so with that rant aside, which I was trying to kind of just start and like preface this with that, um, again, this is just my journey and my specific, um, adventure through how I initially hated fitness to learning to accept it. Um, and a keynote here is not necessarily loving it, but accepting the benefits it does for me and my body. So that's being that. So I guess I'll, I'll get started from like, just going on on like how I started from all this, you know, I used to be a, a teenager or not even a teenager, maybe like preteens. I don't know what you call that, but preteens just sitting in my couch, playing lots of video games, eating lots of food that wasn't necessarily good for me, you know, waking up Saturday mornings, having my bowl of cocoa puffs and lucky charms and just turning on the TV and playing video games all day long. Um, I was raised in a city where, you know, I didn't really go outside as much, you know, um, I didn't really do any of that. You know, it was more, it was mainly just like the, the games we played were maybe in the hallways with like your neighbors in my apartment complex that I grew up in, you know, it's, or something crazy like that, or playing tag up and down the stairs of the apartment complex that I grew up in. But, um, other than that, it was just pretty much video games and, in my preteens, I developed um, high cholesterol. And that's where I guess my grandma just signed me up for a rec center, a recreational center. Um, I'm not sure what other people call it, but, um, and that's where I discovered basketball. Um, I discovered playing basketball and that's when cardio really hit me. Um, Running up and down the court, you know, just, took a win and I just felt out of breath all the time. And I was known as like, I was pretty chunky, um, and overweight when I was in my younger years. Um, but 
that being said, I kind of just lost track because I'm still kind of overweight and I accept the book, whatever. Um, but that being said, like just being able to run and, you know, just the competition side of things of being like not always winning a basketball game or seeing others be like, wow, like look how high this person can jump or look at how fast this person can jump. And that's something where I was just like, okay, I want to be able to do that. And I want to be able to like, just um, see if my body is capable of that. And plus like it didn't felt, it didn't feel good to lose. You know, it felt, it felt, you know, it felt like I wasn't good enough, but at the same time, you know, it, it, it's a challenge. And that's where like, I looked at the positive side. I'm like, you know what? Like I'm gonna get there. I'm going to get there. Um, but anyways, I got into basketball and that really got me into being more active side of things. Um, and that was a fun way for me to start like focusing on my fitness and start focusing on kind of starting those. That was the foundation of my um, fitness journey. You know, that's, that's, that's where it started. Um, that being said, aside from playing basketball, I also did a little bit of Taekwondo. Um, I thought it was kind of cool. Me, you know, growing up, I also watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, hey, I want to do karate. I want to be able to, you know, like kick someone's ass if 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 I had to, if I had to defend myself, you know. Um, I wanted to be able to, like, you know, just defend myself if I if if the opportunity ever came. Um, that was a quick stint. I never made it past white belt, and that was that. So. Um, I started playing basketball. I joined karate. And then maybe when I was around 16, um, I started weightlifting with my cousins and I hated weightlifting. I just wanted to focus on losing weight. I wanted to be lean. I wanted to be agile. I wanted to be fast. And I wanted to just be able to move quickly and not have my weight hold me back from being able to do things that I wanted to do. Um, so that being said, when I went to the gym, it was usually a YMCA or something. And then I would like do weights and I found it boring. Like I never found it in, I think even to this day, like lifting weights, it's like, yeah, it is what it is, but I've learned to accept it. Um, but I just found it boring. It was like, why would I like just lift the weights? And it was very like low intensity. And having it be low intensity, I didn't feel like I was really doing much. Like I was just focusing on targeting weight loss and not um, specifically strength building. Um, but that was um, teenager me who didn't really know much about how like burning calories and nutrition comes into play when it comes to losing weight. But that was my mode of thought back in those days. And, um, I just wanted to focus on building lean muscle and not kind of have that bodybuilder physique because I was already big to begin with. So I didn't want to like extrapolate that to something even more bigger than what I were, than what I already was. Um, but one of the biggest life-changing moments for me was actually in high school when, um, I actually joined the, I joined a bunch of curricular activities, but one of them being the Army JROTC program, which really just instilled a discipline on me being accountable for my actions, for me being accountable for my actions um, and being able to set goals and developing a plan and staying on course to that. So um, me wanting to lose weight and be able to do more things that I see other people can do um, kind of led me to 
um, create a plan and kind of strive for that. So that being said, I met some friends um, and I also joined the cross country team and did a little bit of wrestling uh, for my high school team there. And that was one of the hardest workouts I've ever done. Um, if any of you guys know if, or if any of you guys wrestled like that wrestling is one of, till this day is one of the hardest workouts I've ever done. Like it's, it was a great, great workout. It was a lot of like moving around the mats and, and, and running and cardio and, and it was tough. Um, but that being said, um, the ability to, um, see the benefits after sticking with it kind of just led me to keep going. It kind of just gave me the motivation to be like, Hey, this is actually working for me and I'm going to continue to do this. Um, being in the army JROTC program as well, I kind of saw like what the military and how the military emphasizes physical fitness, you know, being mentally tough, um, being, uh, being able to, push through any challenges and, you know, and, and just basically be able to persevere through any challenges that could, you know, confront you at a, at a moment's notice. Um, but one of the bigger things is how they emphasize leadership at every level throughout the organization. You know, it was more of like learning the ability to, influence others and knowing how to follow as well was one of the bigger things that attracted me to the JROTC program and as well as joining the military. So around when I was 16 or 17, I know this is a complete rant of fitness, a bunch of other, a bunch of other things. But um, when I was around 16 or 17, I decided to join the military Um my parents actually had to sign a waiver to allow me to enter the service uh, before being 18 years old and ship out to boot camp. But in that summer, before I shipped out to boot camp, I started this crazy ass beach body workout thing. I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard of it, um, P90X. And that was a huge eye opener for me. It actually got me into kind of lifting weights because it was more of like high intensity, go, 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 go. And they emphasize muscle confusion, meaning you're not targeting one muscle for a specific workout. You're, you know, kind of like targeting a bunch of other things to kind of confuse your body and, 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 you know, kind of push through. I'm not a scientist or whatever, but, or, or a fitness guru, but me doing that actually prepared me. Um, I think sufficiently to um, get through the physical aspects of boot camp. Um, and on a side note, that was the first time the P90X program was the first time I did yoga. And for a big body dude who never stretched, yoga is one of the top hardest things I've ever done. It is so underrated by some people who, don't ever do it, but I feel like that the aspect of it, of, of you being mobile and being able to, you know, have like a mobile body without like having like right now, right now, like me having like a, a stiff body by working in an office environment, always sitting in a chair, um, being able to be mobile and loose at all times and not be sore. Um, I think yoga is a great workout. It's one of the hardest workouts I've ever done. 
Um, but um, that the P90X program really introduced me to that. I don't even know if they do it. I, I think they had a P90X version too, um, which I kind of want to check. Let me see if if there's anything here. Um, P90X version two. I don't know. I'm searching my computer right now. P90X version two. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I, I swear there was a second version of the P90X program. Um, yeah, I think it was P90X too. Okay. And it, so I did the first one, but P90X was a, a killer workout and um i it really prepped me for boot camp um and the physical portions of that but jumping forward um after being in the military you know being physically fit and you know that's just instilled to you from day one you know day one in boot camp you you know they it's like a physical test through and through and if you're not ready, you know, it, it's, it's really going to suck. Um, but yeah, that just got me used to actually working out early in the morning and getting out the toughest part of my day checked off before the day quote unquote already started. So, uh, me not being a person that enjoys to work out, but understands the benefits behind it and learned to accept it. Um, It's nice to get it done in the morning, <laughs> that being said. But um, but yeah, uh, that just introduced me to a lot of like fitness and just learning to accept it. And I guess to what makes it unique for me and like having to accept it is that being in the military, you get tested yearly on meeting a certain standard in terms of like your physical fitness so you get tested on being able to run two two miles at a certain time you know be able to do a number of push-ups within two minutes being able to do a um amount of sit-ups um for two minutes and that's i know there's a new standard coming out now that's going to change all that but basically you just get tested um, on certain events for a certain amount of time and you get graded on your results. So, um, I had no choice, but to be into fitness. So, um, but it's great. It's, it's really good. And weightlifting has allowed me to target specific muscles. Um, as I mentioned before, I did not really enjoy it, but, um, again, it was more of an acceptance and, you know, and then I've kind of learned to love it because of the results. Um, one of the bigger things after me being in the military and joining, go, going through college, being in the military, and also in college, I joined the college ROTC program, um, which is different from Jared. It's, which is different from the JROTC program, but I joined the college ROTC program and I met some friends there within that program that did a lot of CrossFit and CrossFit, um, 
in my opinion, is one of the best ways to get in shape and be able to do things that you thought your body would never be able to do. Um, I've been doing it on and off since 2012. And one of the bigger things about CrossFit, and I, I completely love it, but I'm not trying to sound biased here, is that it really prepares you for the unknown. You know, um, the type of workouts, it's a class-based workout where you walk in and there's, you know, anywhere from five or th even three, f anywhere from three to like 15 people in a class or 20. And you don't know what the workout is. Um, the workout gets written on a whiteboard and you start doing it. And of, of course, um, there's uh, stretching beforehand. There's um, a lot of uh, checks on, like there's a coach walking around to make sure that your form is is um, to standard to make sure you're doing it right to uh, prevent injury or whatnot. And those workouts are awesome because while you're working out, it's, it's just the best way to put it is that you are being, you're being, it's like a mixture of weightlifting, gymnastics, and cardio, and it's just a mixture of everything. And being able to be good on every domain of fitness, which I think is what they try to incorporate, um, I, th I think is better than being a just a marathon runner or just a Olympic weightlifter or just an awesome swimmer, you know? Um, and I think what's great about this program or any cross-functional training, whatever, it doesn't have to be CrossFit, but um, is that it prepares you for those challenges in life. And that's going back to what I really started doing fitness for is to be ready for any challenges that could hit me. Um, and by challenges, I mean like live challenges. Let's say like if I'm out doing something and something, uh, I'd say bad occurs or some crime is happening or anything. And it, which requires me to like either run away to, to preserve my life or where I have to have the ability to defend myself and be able to, you know, push someone out the way or, or, or carry somebody for a life-saving, um, situation. You know, it's, it's just one of those things that you don't know what you're going to be confronted with. Um, and being able to prep your body to not only your body, but be able to prep your body and your mind for that. You know, I feel like working out is just as much a mental challenge is just as much a mental challenge as it is a physical challenge. Um, so CrossFit's amazing. I'd recommend it to anyone or just any type of just cross-functional or cross-type fitness type thing. Um, really try to diversify your workouts because that's what keeps me going. I don't try to do the same workout every time I go to the gym or if I'm working out at home or if I'm going to CrossFit class or if I am on a bicycle and I'm just riding my bike or if I'm just running. Um, yeah. But talking about running, running is one of those things that I hated, but now I love. I am not the best runner. I cannot run like five minute miles, six minute miles, like six minute miles, maybe if I'm just running a mile. But that being said, like I just 
I completely love running. Like it's one of those things that it is terrible, terrible to do. Or it feels like, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but as I'm running, I don't like, I don't like it. But once I finish running, I love it. Sometimes while I'm running, I get like an extra like wind and I'm just like, yeah, I'm running. This is awesome. Like, look, what, look at what my body can do. Um, but yeah, it was just, it's, it's just, it's just, it's great. It's amazing. I love it. It's one of those things that it's like a love hate relationship. But at the end of the day, like, you know, the benefits and how amazing it is that, you know, your body can not only walk, but it can also run. And that applies to everybody, you know, whether it's, whether it's a hundred feet or 26 miles, you know, like running, like we're made to run. And I hundred percent believe that. Um, so that being said, I kind of just went through my entire life with fitness and I don't know how this is going to sound post production, but, um, there's many things I use to kind of diversify my workouts and as technology, you know, progressed through, you know, my life, I started like embracing that more and more. And one of the, and there's two apps that I've like been always using as I'm working out, which is the Nike Training Club app. And I know there's other apps out there as well, but the ones I use are the Nike Training Club app and the Nike Running Club app. You know, the, the Nike Training Club app is really cool because um, it has a bunch of workouts that you can use. Um, the app um, also includes like newsletters and kind of articles that you can read to be able to improve your fitness, you know, like types of workout gear that you should get. And I get what Nike's doing with their marketing and trying to like pitch to you like their Nike clothes and or whatnot. But um, the fact of the matter is that this app is free and um, it's pretty amazing that they're putting out all these videos out here for you to be able to do at home. Um, and what's cool is that you're able to filter the videos out from difficulty level to equipment, to uh, distance, time-based, um, not distance, I meant um, time-based or rep-based workouts. Um, and yeah, so it's just one of those things that it's a great resource to have when you know you don't want to go out to the gym. And now with this whole um, coronavirus that's hitting the world right now, um, it's one of those things that like, I feel like a lot of these apps are being used more because um, you're able to do them at home. And, you know, some of these workouts don't require weights or any types of equipment. Like your best workout could just be your body and yourself and you just do different movements. So that's pretty cool. Um, and the Nike Running Club app is another app that I completely love. You know, they have running plans, you know, tips and tricks and whatnot. Um, but also one of the best features, in my opinion, of that app is the audio guided runs. You know, um, it's one of those things that make running enjoyable just because you have a virtual coach in your ear at all times. I play some music while I listen to these runs and it's kind of witty and funny what the coaches are telling you. Um, but one of the biggest things that it's the biggest selling point for me is that these plans don't, these audio guided runs don't necessarily say you have to run for 60 seconds and hit this time target. It's more of like, hey, run, but give me a seven effort out of 10. Give me a six effort out of 10. And that what and that to me is what's amazing about this app is the fact that they are realizing that 
Um, this is not a, a, a time or a numbers game. This is more of like an effort game and all bodies are different. We are all athletes. We can all do these things, you know, some faster than most, but that shouldn't be the measuring factor. It should be, you should measure yourself based on your effort. And if you gave a hundred percent effort, everyone should be proud of themselves and everyone should applaud each other that, you know, we're actually striving to be the best versions of ourselves. So, um, that's pretty cool. I know Alex right now, my fiance, she is using obey fitness, um, at home and she's completely loving it. You know, we're in the middle of building a workout gym, right? Uh, a gym to work out in at home. And, um, we're clear, we cleared out a room and we're kind of just building out equipment or whatnot, but she's completely loving it. She's loving the, the ability to be able to work out at home and, you know, not having to leave the house or do other things, um, that can, you know, kind of like, cause it could be kind of annoying to like go, go inside of a car and drive to a gym and, you know, deal with like traffic or whatnot. But, um, but at the same token, I know a lot of people that enjoy that, you know, so, um, to each its own, but some people do enjoy like the, 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 the ramp up of going to the gym, like midway through your traffic. Some people like playing like some good music and get pumped up and like, all right, here we go. I'm gonna get a good workout in. And then on the way back from home, like play some calm music and be like, Hey, you know what? Like right now I got a good workout in. I'm gonna relax. I'm gonna play some soothing music, get back home, take a nice bath and yada, 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 yada. But, um, yeah, these are the apps that I'm currently using. Um, I know Alex is, I know Alex is enjoying Obey Fitness. Um, if there's other apps that you guys use, please email me your thoughts. I'm loving this whole like virtual workout thing. I know back in the day it was a VCR with some workout tapes and um, some DVDs or whatnot. You know, I use P90X and that that was just a DVD set. So um, feel free to email me at thefatpodcast at gmail.com for your suggestions or what you guys do to work out. Um, I'll be super interested to find out what you guys do. Um, so that's the fat podcast at gmail.com. Um, and I'll be checking out and I'll be responding as well. So, um, feel free to communicate with me through there. Um, and before I wrap this up, I guess I want to talk about some sporting events that also think that are, is bringing this fitness thing into light. So, Lately, I remember, you know, I lived in New York City for a little bit and me running out in the street was considered weird. Like, I I don't know, like me just living in the Bronx and being able to like run down Grand Concourse and, and just, you know, just running through the block. I feel like people will look at me and just look at me weird if I was just running in shorts. But that that's just me. Um but now I feel like it's normal to do that um, with the, with all these events that are going on, like whether it's a 5K run, you know, those color runs, um, slime runs, these uh, corporate runs, even, you know, um, the Tough Mudder, Spartan races. I know the CrossFit is doing like the CrossFit games, the Arnold Classic and all, all these different types of working and out type things, you know, like it's, it's really cool to see that um, this is um, becoming more known and more like publicized for a lack of a better term. Um, I actually last year, no, actually, wow, it's been two years already. 
2018, my uncle is a big, big, big Spartan racer. I think they call it OCR now, which is obstacle course racing. Um, and it's those races where they have a bunch of obstacle courses and the, they, for Spartan races in particular, like there's three types of Spartan races that you can do. And, um, these Spartan races are either, they're called the Spartan sprint, the Spartan super, or the Spartan beast. And I think the sprint was around three miles with obstacles in between, um, the super was about six-ish miles. I could be wrong. Six-ish miles with obstacles in between. And the beast was 12, 12 or 13 miles with obstacles in between. And if you do all three, you get a trifecta, which is these nice little... Um, for each race, you get a medal. And then if you do all three, those medals like align to this one big medallion called the trifecta. And... Just out of nowhere, like my uncle was always telling me, hey, you should do a Spartan race with me. You should do a Spartan race with me. And I was like, okay, like, let's go for it. And then I think after so many times of telling me, he kind of just like gave up. And then one 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 day I was just like, all right, let's do it. And I did three of them in a span of like a month and a half to get my trifecta. And I got to say, the sprint wasn't bad. The super was challenging. Um... And by bad or challenging, I'm saying like I wasn't able to do all the obstacles, but um, from a cardio perspective, I think I was okay. But the beast was a beast. They did not joke around with that. Like just it put everything else into perspective. And I was like, crap, I was not ready for this. Um, the Spartan beast was in Killington, Vermont. If you guys ever skied in the Killington, in the Killington, wow, the Killington ski area. Um, they turned that entire facility into a Spartan race event. And we were running up ski slopes and running back down and picking up, you know, um, these uh, sandbags and climbing up ropes and going through mud and walking through barbed and crawling through barbed wire fences or whatnot, you know. Um, and come to think of it, it's funny how people pay to do that. But <laughs> um yeah, like it's just one one of those things where I was just like, wow, like it, I, I maybe I was young and I wasn't paying attention to it, but I feel like back in the early 2000s, like and the 90s, like running events like this or running, you know, organized running or like these Spartan races or Tough Mudder, like was never really a thing. Um, but yeah, so I felt that was really interesting to mention because it's it's good to see that like as a society, we are, you know, measuring what our bodies can do and always like, you know, kind of exceeding our expectations on that. So I can't imagine um, what the future will hold. You know, um, I think um, I, I, I'm forgetting his name right now, but some a Nike sponsored runner broke like a, you know, a two hour marathon. That's running 26 miles in under two hours. I think is Kiochi. Cute. Oh, I don't want to butcher his name, um, but that's insane. Kio Kiochi, Kipchogi, Kipchogi. Yep, Kipchogi. Oh, that's his last name. Oh, Iliad Kipchogi. 
ran a marathon in under two hours. That's insane. That's crazy. Um, but it just goes to tell you, like, records are always B and B, and um, it, it's it's just I, I can't even imagine what's going to happen in the future. But that being said, in running a marathon in two hours, um, I want to be able to run my first half marathon by the end of this year, for sure. And then my full marathon by the end of next year. Um, we'll see how it goes. But um, I think that would just be a cool feat to do to be able to run, you know, 13 miles and then be able to run 26.2 miles. So um, I'll keep you guys updated on that on this podcast, but, um, and I'll probably do a couple YouTube videos to kind of just document my journey on that. And we'll see how that goes. I mean, I enjoy running now. Um, it's one of the workouts I love doing because it doesn't involve me like having equipment. It's just, it requires a good pair of running shoes and get out the door and get after it, you know? So that's awesome. Um, I also want to perfect my swimming and that's just a personal goal of mine. I'm not the best swimmer. I can just run like a full lap of, a, uh, of the distance of a normal swimming pool and then be out of breath. So I think I can survive in the water, but I want to be able to like just swim back to back to back to back to back to back and do the fancy flips that the swimmers do. Um, and as well as be more consistent in yoga, you know, I feel like if I can perfect those things for my future goals, I think I'll be pretty set to, you know, any of these challenges that life could confront me. And I feel like I'll feel confident to, you know, go head first on anything. Um, some cool things I want to try though, um, in terms of a physical aspect are paddleboarding, kayaking, skiing, snowboarding, and more cycling. You know, I, I think like, I feel like, I think it's kind of cool to like have a cool bike and be able to switch gears and seeing how fast you can go in that bike, you know, I just want to be able to swerve. I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I may not like it. I just, me just thinking it's cool. I might spend a bunch of money on a bike and just use it twice. So I'm going to try to avoid that. I might rent to begin with. But that being said, I know this has been a complete rant on myself. Um, if there is anything you can get out of this, I hope there's something, but, uh, just, I just want to say to everyone is like, remember to like maintain an open mind and trying new things and to never let me yourself saying you can't do something uh, through my journey. I always just said to myself, Hey, like I'm going to figure out how to do that. And I may not be able to do it tomorrow or a month from now, but with enough dedication, I'll be able to do the best that I can do. And for the goals that I want in my life, that's enough for me. And that's it. That's it. It shouldn't be any more of that, you know, someone running a five minute mile and, you know, the other person feeling bad because they can't get there. I know some people are competitive and, you know, their job is to be competitive and reach those milestones. But for your day to day running, for your person just trying to be in shape, like we shouldn't we shouldn't be discouraged for anyone else's numbers. We should be applauding the limits that we can reach and be proud of what we can do individually and be proud of that and applaud that and applaud others striving to be the best versions of themselves and, you know, pick other people up when they're like, Hey, like you were able to do 10 pull-ups, but I can only do two. I'm like, no, you can do two pull-ups and that's great. You know, and that's it. That's really it. You know, 
um, because I feel like a lot of people that I've met um, don't work out because they don't want to be shamed of what they can't do, you know, and I, I I feel like a mentality shift needs to happen. And I, and I think all these events that are occurring are going to like, you know, like bring us as a society more um, aware of, you know, bringing of picking other people up, you know, and, and encouraging others to just step out and take the first step. But that being said, I'm going to end this rant right now. Uh, I just want to talk about health. You know, I wanted to fill up the fat podcast acronym. You know, I spoke about my passion for the first four episodes, my passion of business, the automobiles, and I spoke about tech. Um, but I just wanted to wrap up about health. Um, going forward in the podcast, some quick news I would want to talk about is that I might just do shorter stints on specific topics, um, whether it's tech, automobiles, um, health. It's more going to be an update on you know, things that um, I'm confronting as I'm going through all these future goals that I have for myself, but as also um, on just my thoughts, on just my thoughts on that. And um, if I can connect with one person, I feel like me taking the time to record this is good enough. Um, so again, feel free to leave me your feedback at that the fad podcast at gmail.com. I'm going to end it right here. Um, feel free to rate and review the podcast. Um, I know this was a rant, but hope you guys enjoyed and I'll catch you on the next one. So, um, stay tuned. I'm going to be ramping up my social media game. Follow me on YouTube. If you haven't, um, coming soon, I am going to ramp up all this social, all my social medias in terms of uh, the podcast and be publishing a lot more YouTube videos as well. So, Stay tuned, rate the podcast, and let me know what you guys think. Um, if there's any future topics you want to talk about, um, feel free to email me as well. Um, I'll have everything, all the pertinent information on that on the description of this episode below. So thank you guys for listening. That is a, another episode of the Fat Podcast. And like I said, I'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.